right. <clears throat> Make sure I got my notes and my butt. Butt notes. I took some butt notes in this one, actually. We'll get into it. Mm. <laughs> Hey there, campers, and welcome back to TCR Goes to Camp. Uh, we're your camp counselors. I'm Caleb. I'm Doug. I'm Kendall. Uh, as you know, TCR Goes to Camp is the uh, complete, um, you know, we're just watching the Friday 13th movies <laughs> and uh, talking <laughs> about them. The complete, we're just watching the Friday the 13th movies. <laughs> Um, yeah, we're watching every movie uh, from the franchise, <laughs> top to bottom, uh, giving you our takes, and uh, this week we got a real special treat, um, Jason Goes to Hell, the final mm -hmm. Friday. Um, yep. Yeah, uh, now if you listen to last week's... Um, there's a real combination of the worst movie I'd ever seen and also being really late at night, but um, we're not happy to be discussing um, Jason Takes Manhattan. Um, not at all. Yeah. This Zero energy in that episode. Sorry you sat through it, folks. I don't yeah. think there was a lot of energy. It was just all it was, negative. It was, it was angry energy. I think that was good. I think it was a good one. Oh, okay. Well, well <laughs> I haven't heard it. I uh, haven't edited edited it. Um, we'll see. We'll see what folks think. Um, just right at the top here, I believe this film to have been um, easier to watch. Um, to have been. To have had a been. What did yeah. you say? I I feel like this film was easier to watch. Um, oh, most definitely. Yeah. Still not any good um, for a lot of reasons, but as as a movie felt a little more coherent and um, just I didn't I didn't hate it really I mean, I still this is still not much higher than takes Manhattan for me but um, yeah just as misleading a title it is yeah the title is just as misleading <laughs> I mean no, it makes more sense hell. than takes Manhattan but yeah, yeah, but title not indicative of no bulk of the film. Also, uh, first non Paramount Friday film. Yes, this was at the um, new home. They were so disappointed on the returns of Takes Manhattan that they sold the character right to yeah. New Line. Um, also, the first film not to be called Friday the Thirteenth. Because Paramount kept the rights to the name Friday the 13th. Now that's So they can still make bank off of uh, home releases and stuff. Hmm. That's very interesting. <laughs> um, it is the second film to feature the word final in it. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, which it's interesting when you, um, when you buy a property... And you're like, we're going to make money off this property. <laughs> and the first one we're making is called The Final Friday. Um, it's just an odd, it's an odd choice. Um, put a question mark at yeah. the end of it. Yeah. Final Friday? Uh, Doug, you got some numbers for <laughs> us? I do. 
Let's see. The budget was three million. Okay. And the return was fifteen point nine. Okay. Well, that's that's still not you know that's still um, a profit. Yeah. Though again, probably not what they're looking for. Um, no, they thought they were going to make like Freddy Krueger numbers with oh, this. Oh yeah. But they did not. To no avail. Um, what year did this come out? Because it feels significantly later than the last one. It is. It came out August 13th, 1993. And when did Manhattan come out? 89? Yes. I okay. remember it was my birth year. So. Okay, so four sense. years. Alright, so we had four years with no Jason. Yes. Okay, well... Well, they had to take their time and write the script and get it just right. <laughs> well, uh, one could argue that you didn't get much Jason with this either because uh, he he's 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 there in spirit, but not so much uh, spirit. I see what you did there. Yeah, right. Isn't that uh-huh. cute? Um, okay, <laughs> there was some, there was some interesting news about this film in particular just yesterday but mm-hmm. i'm gonna save it till the end of the podcast and we'll get into that um like it was literally released yesterday yeah there was a whole news article about the director of this movie um oh yeah i read that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so we'll talk Never about mind. that we'll talk about that a little bit later um yeah. but let's get into jason goes to hell ish um, the final ish Friday. <laughs> um, ish. Yeah. So it starts with a car driving down the road, passing a street sign um, to Crystal Lake. We're going back. Uh, Jason hopped a boat from Manhattan back to Crystal Lake. Um, he was probably just washed away because he melted into the. He, the shit and just went back into the water system and yeah he did wound it up back at Crystal Lake yeah because s- somehow the water system there dumps into the lake so uh, and last time we saw him he was a little boy maybe oh I don't know <laughs> he was a little boy uh, something happened <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, there is a familiar hint of a very subtle score underneath all of this. So, yep. um, that we've that's because uh, Harry Manfredini is back to he, score the film, he is back. And, um, mm-hmm. I would say, aside from the, the, the title theme, I really, I really dug it. I did not care for the title theme at all. Um, no, no, uh, let's see. The, the score sounded super generic through this movie it didn't sound like Manfredini yeah well didn't it feel a little bit like he was like uh yeah I'll come back <laughs> they were just like look we're bringing we're bringing Jason back and we need you and he's like okay <laughs> so uh that, got, that may that may have been like New Line interfering with with it they, he probably turned in something and was like uh this doesn't sound like generic bullshit enough change yeah, that yeah it needs to be I don't know um, there is lots of nice atmo- atmospheric setup at this cabin, though. Like, there's tons of, like, fake-out scares, you know? Where you're just like, oh, Jason's gonna be in that shed. 
and then he wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Every shot was setting up for a jump scare. Every yeah. single. Yeah. Shot. Yeah. It was really they were like, um, which I I, I like that. I, like I really like the first the opening ten minutes of this movie. I do too because it felt like a Friday Thirteenth movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So um, yeah. So we're we're following this chick around. Um, who we find out later, spoilers, she's a special agent with the FBI. Um, mm-hmm. So that makes a lot of what happens very questionable. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, so uh, the light is out in the cabin, so she goes to the shed, she gets a ladder, puts in a new light bulb, and then she's like, now it's time to take a shower. So she nudes up for her shower. Um because hey, you get really dirty changing light bulbs. Yeah, you really do. And well, she just uh, had a road trip in a convertible, so true. Yeah, and she's got to wash that flat butt. Cause boy, oh boy, I just <laughs> I just called her Special Agent Flat Butt. Um, uh, so she gets in the shower, uh, and then lights go out. So she's like, yep. I gotta see what happens. So she goes outside, and then uh, suddenly Jason, like he's back. Um, no, she goes out to the uh, the the awning or whatever the fuck you call it of the second story. The balcony. And then Jason's yeah. there. Yeah. Balcony. Thank you. And, and Jason's uh, just he there. He throws her over. Yes. Yeah. Um, Can we give it up to that Nike fucking sport towel that she's wearing that does not come <laughs> off at all? <laughs> It is impressive. Because, holy fuck. <laughs> it's like she's running through the field, jumping over shit, flipping over shit. And is, it, that towel does not come off. So kudos to that towel. Yeah, which is You're a, the real hero. Because she was nude like immediately at the top of the movie. So, you know, I can't imagine she would have had a problem with running through the woods that way. But hey, what do I know? Um, I loved how comical this scene was. It should have been set to like the Simpsons theme. Yeah, <laughs> the chase. Scene. Oh, it's ridiculous. And also, <laughs> and also, I am not a fan of this Jason design. That looks like no, somebody chewed I, I up bubblegum like and stuck it to his. Yeah, head. he's got this chewed up skin on his head, and then the mask is like melded to his oh, face. And in in, in between 89 and 93, Jason got fat. Oh, yeah. He put on some weight. Um, Girl. Yeah. That, I guess they were just like, we've got to make him bigger because that's what makes him scary. But, like, Kane Hodder was already, they like, They told a big him that, and then he came back fat, and we're like, not that bigger. <laughs> we'll make put, it work. Put the donuts down, bro. <laughs> also, I don't know if his mask is melted to his face. I don't know how he eats or anything. I, don't, I think you're thinking about it too much. This is the problem with this is one of the Bane problems because I was like, when Bane takes that mask off, he's in a lot of pain. But also, who gets that buff without getting like some protein in their body? You know what I mean? Mm, I don't know. Yeah. So see, there's a lot of parallels between these two movies. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Weird growling sounds. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, oh yeah. So, um, let's see. Oh, okay. So she runs out into a clearing in the woods, 
and Jason follows her, and then suddenly um, SWAT team, uh, some special forces type of SWAT team. Uh, so this whole thing was a sting operation. Yep. To lure out Jason and um, kill him. Yep. And they sh- they shoot him a bunch of times with like machine guns, and then uh, hit him with a rocket launcher, and then he just blows into like several pieces. Several pieces. Yeah. Um. So, this whole thing was a setup. Now walk me through this. Um. They knew if they sent this woman to Crystal Lake, Jason would show up and try to yep. kill her and chase her. I, this makes no sense <laughs> whatsoever. I mean, she followed all the rules to leading there. She got naked for no reason. She That's changed true. the light bulb. Mm-hmm. She was running, rummaging through the shed. Yeah. Just, you know, being an, an alive person at Camp Crystal Lake. I just, That's I all would, you need. It was so bizarre to me, um, the logic behind this. And it's one of the things that I really don't like about this movie and we'll talk about it um, in a little bit, but I, I guess I can jump ahead to it because there's like there's this like military type sting operation to kill Jason, and then also they're talking about Jason on the evening news, and I'm like, I don't like yes. in this universe that Jason is just this accepted truth that people know about. Like he's a famous quote unquote serial killer. They call him. Well, apparently there was a book that came out sometime between 89 and 93 uh-huh. that set up a lot of this shit. Really? So they read it and they were like, oh, I like this. We're going to take aspects from it and put it in the script. Mm. Yeah. So I think it, read the book if you want to learn more. <laughs> what a marketing tool. Um, uh, I'm trying to find the name of the book, but I don't really think it's that important. I don't know. I just think it kind of cheapens it. Like, you know, I think Jason is, and I'm sure we all agree here, but I think Jason is most effective as a urban legend. Um, yeah. It's just like... Well, I think that was the premise of the book. They were like, uh, he doesn't really exist. And then the FBI found out that he does exist, and they're going to try to stop him and, like, capture him. Yeah. Yeah, it was just weird to hear him, like, on the news. They're like, Jason Voorhees has terrified the country and i'm like really well it sounds like if you don't For go to 20 new, years yeah if you sounds like if you don't go to new jersey you're fine <laughs> yeah if you don't go to the camp you're good or something new york did, city yeah, something i did want to <laughs> research and failed to do so that news report they claimed that he had 83 confirmed murders i wanted to research yeah. that but i didn't that's all um i have a list of all the murders i could count them but I'm not going to do no. that right now. <laughs> no, that's okay. I I, that look, th- this movie, this movie, I was like, I thought I touched your foot, but it's my dog who's right underneath me. Um, <laughs> and he didn't move. I do pant and smell bad, so. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, it doesn't feel like they loved the franchise so much that oh. they would have counted up all the kills to make sure it was accurate. I don't know. The guy who wrote this movie is a super fan of the series. Really? According to him. Who wrote this movie? Yeah. 
Um, is it the director? Fuck, hang on, my phone's like weird. The uh, the director is Adam Marcus. It, yes. it was written by Adam Marcus, Jay Hughley, and Dean Lorry. Hmm. Either one of those guys work so, yeah. on either one of those guys work on Jason X. Let me find out. Yeah. Talk the, and fill the void here. Because the guys who wrote Jason X um, later. No, it doesn't have a list okay. of their other things. But Dean Laurie did write Major Pain. Oh, okay. With Nick Castle. Uh, it all ties the in, Nick folks. Castle. It all yeah. ties in. Um, and Nick Castle directed Major Pain. So did he really? There's your Carpenter pack for today. Yeah. I did not know that. Now, Michael Myers directed Major Pain. <laughs> How did we not discuss this at some point already? We're doing it now. It is the Carpenter rants. Occasionally, we'll slip into one. These are references I we'll don't understand, but I feel like I will at uh, some point. Nick Castle played... Wait, 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 wait. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, sir. Nick Castle played uh, the shape Michael Myers in the original Halloween. Okay. He also yeah. co-wrote Escape he, from uh, New York. New York, yeah. And apparently... Long-time friend of John Carpenter. Yeah, and apparently directed Major <laughs> Payne. Interesting. And he's, and he's playing Michael Myers in the new Halloween. Yes. Nice. Um, yeah. Okay. So we we talked about that. Um, I didn't. And you've seen Major Pain, right? I sure have. <laughs> Every okay, m- that's our next podcast after this. <laughs> pain cast. <laughs> it's gonna be fifty episodes bring about the pain. one movie <laughs> on one movie. TCR bringing the pain. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I just got that. Right, sting operation. Yeah. Lead to uninspired opening. Lead to Youngstown, Ohio morgue. Yeah, the opening. Yep. The opening is really. Um, oh, okay. So Jason blows up, and his heart yep. lands on the ground and kind of beats a few more times and then stops. Still beating for a little bit. Yeah. And then you cut out into the woods, and there's just a man. Uh, who we will come to know later as Creighton Duke. Creighton Duke. Walker, Texas Ranger. Yes. Of the Friday the 13th series. And he's watching this all go down and then to himself just says, I don't think so. (laughs) I don't think so. The no context whatsoever. Um, And you don't even really get that good a look at him. I thought it was the mortician. Because when the mortician comes in, I'm like, oh, was the mortician the guy? Um, oh, because all black people look the same, Caleb? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, I just didn't get a good look at him. You know, I thought there was some, at first, I thought there was some supernatural aspect to Creighton because mm. his eyes looked like mm-hmm. really creepy when yeah. he was watching all this. Oh, why? Because all black people do on. voodoo, Kendall? <laughs> That's it. Jeez. <laughs> Such a goddamn racist on this podcast. <laughs> oh, God. No, I could see that. He had that bitch and hat on. You he know, did. I thought he was a monster hunter or some yeah, shit, but he's just a bounty hunter. Yeah, but he act, oh, we'll get into Creighton. Hang on. I don't want to jump I don't want to jump up there too fast. I got a lot of issues with Creighton. <laughs> um I got a lot of issues with this movie. It's stupid. Um but <laughs> it's watchable unlike the last one. True. Um, it is watchable. Yeah, it is. It, it it's more watchable than I remember. Um Let's see. Um, okay. I wrote the score is bad. <laughs> also, the cuts from the credits 
to the stuff happening in the morgue were jarring and terrible, especially with that score. It just was like, I don't, I, like, I wish oh, that... Were, were the, uh, the title screen and shit? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. It looked like a screensaver. Yeah, it was, and it it didn't, trans, I don't know, it was bad, it was unsettling, and not in, like, the way it was intended to be. Um, yeah, while the, uh, this is all happening while the, um, mortician is bringing Jason's body in, and fun fact, there's two guards hanging out that check him out, the guy with that real sweet mullet, that's Kane Hodder. Oh. That's, that's Kane Hodder. Yeah. yeah, that's Jason. Yeah, the guy who's doing the pat downs. Yeah, the guy that later was like yeah. he wasn't nothing but a big old pussy anyway. That was uh, that's Jason. Yeah. I have to note as an aside, really quickly here. Mm-hmm. I watched this alone. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Last night, I was in my home by myself. I watched this on oh, very low did volume. Did you get scared? Because the first ten minutes just set me up for just a, a hour and a half of anxiety. <laughs> So I mi- I feel like I missed a lot in this movie. First ten minutes are very Friday the Thirteenth esque, and if they had just made that movie, um, could have been good. Yeah, I, I feel these. I, I took the least notes of any. I took one the, of these. I took the most. So I feel like this one there weren't as many like side stories going on as there usually are. That's true. Uh, there is some weird, like, That's very true. love triangle stuff that I still didn't wrap my brain around because I couldn't hear everything because yeah. I'm a Freddy cat. It wasn't. It wasn't important, it so he didn't not. miss anything. It, the main focus was the fucking, you know, spirit of Jason possessing people. Well, I got that for sure. Um. Yeah. So yeah. let's let's get into that. So the mortician's like taking his notes, taking the body apart, doing the autopsy. And then suddenly the heart begins to beat again and also yeah. play dubstep. Yeah. <laughs> the heart just starts. So Jason Voorhees created dubstep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the mortician just eats it. Like. Yeah, it hypnotized him. Yeah. So he eats the heart and then he starts making weird, like, lion roaring sounds. Yeah, while it's like, uh, in what was it, Jaws four, where the the shark growls for no yeah, reason, sound like shark, that. Yeah, where the shark goes, <laughs> that's what he sounded yeah. like. Yeah, um, and then these weird flashy lights start to go into him. Um, yep, and then the other mortician comes back, and then he's just like, "Aren't you glad you can finally say whatever you want to Jason?" And then he flips him off, and he's like, suck this. And I'm like, your finger? <laughs> you got him, dude. You got him. Uh, I was waiting on him to call him a fart head. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, he's about to suck some Wolverine claws. Yeah, he is. He gets fucking <laughs> impaled with whatever that fucking tool was. I don't know. It was, it was, a, it was a probe. Because uh, that dude said it. Because oh, yeah. he was holding it in front of his face, and... He was like, uh, yeah, that's a probe. Yeah, that's, then a, it went in. that's a probe, idiot. Uh, and then he gets stabbed by Black Jason. That's a probe, farthead. Yeah, Jason. our first Black Jason. Black My Black Jason. Jason. My Black Jason. <laughs> oh, man. That's good stuff. Um, a little inside joke there. Yeah. Um, and then he... Uh, 
then he walks past a mirror and we see that his reflection is just that of Jason. I really liked that. Okay. As a theme. I was about yeah. to say I liked this. that too. It was it was cheesy but I liked it. Yeah. I rather enjoyed it. Um we did skim over something that was one of my favorite parts of this entire movie after um the uh coroner or the, mm-hmm. the doctor kills the attendant. He shoves his face down. Coroner Phil is his is his name. What's that? Coroner Phil is Cor- his character name. Coroner Phil. Well, he gets his face shoved through that table and it like oozes out like yeah. a cheese grater. Oh, yeah. I loved that. Into that grate? Yeah, and it was all stuck in there. That was awesome. Let me tell you something. Um, we'll come back to this again and again, uh, but makeup effects in this movie are great. Oh, God, yeah. Especially yeah. when we go to the house, to that one part. We'll yes. get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Um one of my big issues with the last movie was not only was it bad, but like every aspect was bad. Like the kills were bad and the gore was bad and the acting was bad. And like there was even stuff like acting is usually bad in these movies, but at least like the makeup effects usually will make up for that. But, um, uh, this one, you know, the movie is kind of dumb, but like the special effects are fantastic. Um, yeah, this brought the gore. Um, Yeah. Big time. And you can tell, Four years later, the MPAA little less strict than they used to be. Um, I think they were doing that on purpose because you know the the originals are so famously edited all the shit. Yeah. So they were like, we're gonna ramp this shit up so we can get away with it because yep. we're new line cinema. <laughs> um. But yeah, uh, smashed cheese grated face was fantastic. I liked that. Indeed. Um, I guess this is where he walks past and smashes the two security guards' heads together. Yeah, we have Jason killing Jason. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's when Kane Hunter delivers the... He wasn't nothing but a big old pussy anyway. Um, let's see. And then he's Man, on look. The- Kane Hunter with that fluffy mullet looks like everyone's fun uncle. <laughs> <laughs> uncle Randy. Like he just uncle bought a- Big butt Randy. <laughs> Like he just bought a Trans Am because he's got the money and it just for fun. He yeah, he looks like he has like four four wheelers and he'll just let you fucking turn loose on them. Yeah. What's his What's the actor's name? I can't. Why can I not remember it? The Kenny Powers guy. Oh yeah, totally. Danny McBride. Danny McBride. Look, <laughs> Danny, Danny McBride. <laughs> Kane McBride. <laughs> um. Kane Hodder also played the monster in the Hatchet movies. Have you ever seen those? Yeah, they're great. Are they really? Okay. Yeah, I own the first one. I've seen the... Uh, there's a fourth one that just came out, too. I've seen two. I've seen one and two. I haven't seen three. Okay, yeah. Or four. Yeah, Kane Hodder plays... Good stuff, uh, good stuff. And there's... This is, he's, like a, he's like a slasher, too, isn't he? He's just... Oh, it's very... Um, Hey, you seen Friday the Thirteenth? We have two. Uh, Check this out. All right, cool. But set in like the swamps. Yeah. Okay. And extremely gory. Oh, okay. All right. It's just called Hatchet. Yeah, the first the uh-huh. first three are called Hatchet, and then the fourth one is whatever his character's name is. I can't remember. Crowley. Something yeah. Crowley. Something Crowley. Richard Victor. Yeah. It's Victor. It's Victor Crowley. Victor Crowley. Crowley. Yeah. yeah. Um, bam! 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 <laughs> Uh, okay. So, this is where the news segment comes in, and I was irritated. And then they start interviewing Creighton Duke, um, and then Creighton Duke 
uh, just starts uh, spouting theories that he made up. I don't... Uh, he tells the guy on the news he wears other bodies like people wear suits. Um, this yep. is this is never uh, been established. Um, I guess they I guess you could kind of say they touched on that in five, but they abandoned that idea completely. So this this is just some Creighton Duke was just like this is what I think happened. Well, uh, that gets back into the the Easter egg that's coming up. Because the writers of this film are huge Evil Dead fans. Yeah, but I still so they 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 incorporated that into this movie. Yeah. But I, all right. Well, there's. I, all right. We'll get to it. <laughs> there's some issues. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. There's some issues with Creighton Dukes. Just like, look, this is how Jason works. I'm like, since when? Like, you just made this <laughs> up. Um. Let's see. Um. Then we go to the Jason-themed diner food at that Crystal Lake diner. Yeah. Where Diana works, was that her name? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Diana's there, and then we meet all the colorful diner characters. I don't know any of their names, but you got um, uh, Angry Chubs and uh short and adorable i love that actor by the way he's is he in he's um, awesome. several seasons of american horror story i don't know yes and he's in a um, yeah he is he's in a million other things too yeah he shows up everywhere i haven't seen him in american horror story so i don't i know he's in the season yeah. with um he was in uh, a couple seasons Man, what's the the Croato Croato and whatever season? What I was didn't that? watch with that Cuba one. With Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah, he's in that one. He's like the the Exorcist oh, okay. type character. Yeah, yeah. I watched like two of those. His name, uh, his character's name was Shelby. Oh, he's great. He and was he's also... always got that precious accent. Yes, <laughs> he is. Yeah, he yeah. just talks like this. He's just cuter than hell. He is. He's adorable. Um, and uh, the chubby son, whose name is like. His, his name is Ward. Ward, Who yeah. Who can really handle a gun? Yeah, he, he <laughs> he's got a real RoboCop thing going on there. Um, oh yeah. Let's see, Bobo Cop. That's what I'll call him. <laughs> <laughs> Bobo Cop. Um, yeah. My so. bad, cop. <laughs> <laughs> so evil. Um. <laughs> oh my god, I believe that was called Family Matters, Doug. Oh, no, don't you say an unkind thing about Carl Winslow. <laughs> no, I love Carl Winslow. America's dad. Um, let's see. Here's where we learn that Diana and Jason have some kind of history, of course. Yeah, because Creighton Duke's just hanging out there, and he's just like, he's coming for you, and you know why. And I'm like, how does he know why? Like... <laughs> We all don't know I'm why. Creighton Duke, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm Creighton Duke. Um, let's see. And then he's like, I know who you really are. And then the waitress, Diana, she sits down next to some dweeb. And she's like, if you want to make things right, you got to come talk to me later. And I'm like, the movie just assumes we already know the relationship between these characters. <laughs> like, there's mm-hmm. nothing given to us until much later. So I thought... Also, Diana looks pretty young, so I thought that that was—I thought that was her squeeze, even though he looked young. 
Yeah, it was all putting because like uh, Diana looks younger than her daughter in this movie, so I got confused for a second. Yeah, it was really bizarre. Um, By dweeb, um, do you do you mean Stephen? Yeah. Okay. I only refer to him as dweeb in my notes. Okay. I didn't. I, mm. I skimmed over so like taking so many notes. Yeah. Um, so I, I missed a whole lot. Sorry. She's like, you gotta come to my house. Be there at eleven. Don't be late. Or um, and yep. then on his way there, he picks up some hitchhikers. Um, three teens. Yeah, three teens. Crystal Lake. Going to Crystal Lake to smoke dope, have premarital sex. <laughs> because we needed fucking bodies to kill. That's all that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then once he drops them off, the one whom he's never met tries to entice him to go with them with skinny dipping. Always with the skinny dipping. She's like, we're going to go skinny dipping. Wink. My tits yeah. will be out. Wink. Um, Wink. Let's see. Um, so, and they do. We Now we're hanging out with the teens for a little bit. He doesn't stay with them. He's he's like, no, I got to go talk to, we still don't know the relationship. So that's, again, that's why I thought he and Diana were a thing. Um, yeah. So he... He fucks off, and then, uh, so they go skinny dipping, and then they're hanging out by the fire, and then there's, like, a couple, and then, like, one girl, and the couple, they're like, hey, we're gonna go fuck in this tent, and she's like, that's cool, I wanna sleep under the stars anyway, so, they go do some tent fucking. Yep. Um, she gets in her sleeping bag, but then she gets right back out, cause she's gotta take a night poop. On night poop. And I wrote working on that night poop. <laughs> <laughs> working on a night poop. They missed so many soundtrack opportunities. I know. Yeah, um, they totally fucked up. And I wrote again, there's so much like white girl butt in this movie, meaning just just flat and out there. But it's still the early 90s, so I guess that's what's popular. I don't know. Baby Got Back had come out by this point. I don't know. Yeah. And yeah. don't want none. Mm-mm. Unless you got mm. buns, huh? That's why, that's why Steven didn't stay. He'd seen her getting in the car, and he was like, man. <laughs> I don't think well, so. Well, let's save all this analysis for buttcast later. <laughs> Every episode is buttcast. He will later throw a pantsless female into that car. Yes, he will. Very oddly pantsless. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um... So she goes out to poop. Um, these folks are fucking in the tent, and then Jason shows up uh, and performs just a fantastic death. Um, the girl is on top, and then he shoves this. Well, spike. you skipped. Uh, you skipped pooping girl getting killed. Oh yeah, I forgot she got killed first. Yeah, Jason Phil has a scalpel and just slices her up. <laughs> Jason, my black Jason. Um, <laughs> yeah, he does. He slices her all up and then like kind of props her up against a tree. I really like what. What's the what's the other installment that took place in um, a morgue? Three. No, Three, four. Four. Yeah. Yeah, there four. were like. Autopsy type incisions made. I feel mm-hmm. like the same with this one because he very clearly yeah. sliced her all the way up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so he's so then uh, tent fuckers uh, 
he she's on top of him he stabs through her with some sort of spike and then rips yep. it up through her body and she just splits her in half yeah she just splits in half it is an amazing effect. yeah it is so awesome um is there what, a fucking dog barking or what the fuck is that noise can you hear it yeah this dog it's the same yeah. dog man it just barks and cries is it all, that sad dog yeah it just barks no, and cries dog. all day because it doesn't want to be outside. It used to be inside, and then they put it back outside for some reason. Um, mm. so I don't know. Yeah, but you'll you'll be hearing that, I guess. Um, Enjoy the dog barking, folks. I got my kills mixed up. Sorry about that. What was it? I jumped ahead of you. On no, the, it's all I good. thought the girl that went to take a poop was the one who got split. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, it was, no. She uh, got slashed up with a yeah, scalpel. Hers was like, ta, 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 ta. you didn't really. See. And then we don't see the guy die. He dies off camera. Yeah, his head's crushed. Is it? Yeah. Did we see that? Yeah. Uh, after she uh, she was split, he comes in and just like smashes his head. I did not see that. I must have been writing down. Yeah, the, I didn't either. I literally noted he dies off camera. Yeah, I noted that he didn't. Unless you got some it, weird... It, it wasn't as cool as the chick being split in half, so that's why you didn't pay attention. Maybe you got some weird director's cut that I didn't see. Oh, I, yeah. I, I spent the extra 50 cents for the fancy version. <laughs> um, Let's see. Oh, man. This one's great, too. So then we cut to the uh, restaurant where uh, Diana's like taking some trash out and then um, some like sheriff's deputy or police officer I don't know what they are here um, Deputy Josh yeah Deputy Josh he um, needs a shave big time <laughs> indeed he does <laughs> um, no he sneaks up on her doesn't sneak up on her but he startles her and then uh, some woman comes to pick him up and I didn't really. She was just like, "Hurry up, we gotta go." I don't know. They they were going to fuck or something. I have no idea. I guess that was his wife or girlfriend or something. She's yeah. just another fucking body. Yeah, because as soon as she goes to get in her car, Jason Phil shows up and like smashes her head in her car door. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. And then he kidnaps Josh and uh, has him strapped down and. It took me a minute to figure out what was going on here because I was like, I don't know why this is happening. Um, oh, back at yeah, the diner. Yeah, that was... Sorry. Go ahead. Back at the diner is no, where we also meet the unnecessary dog. Oh, yeah. Of, uh, of this installment. Do you remember this dog's um, name? He's real cute. He's a little mm. black dog. Yeah. Uh, My black dog. Uh, did it have a name? Again, I was watching this on super low volume because I was terrified of having a heart attack. Muffin 2. Muffin 2. There we go. So, yeah. So then he kidnaps the cop, straps him down, uh, shaves his mustache off. And, and I guess Jason didn't. Or, no, see, he drops that satanic turd out of his mouth into his throat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you don't see it this time, so it just looks like it's makeout time. Um, yeah, but why I guess he, he just didn't want to touch that mustache. Like, he hates facial hair. I guess. It's so weird. I don't now, know. Is that Jason that hates? It's got to be. Uh, facial hair, or is it feels like 
little bit of Phil left. He's like, you got to shave that fucking mustache, dude. No, Phil had a mustache. Oh, he did. So I don't know why he was just like. Well, Jason hates facial hair. He does. He's been. I've been walking around with Phil's mustache, and it's itchy, and I hate it. So. Well, he had shaving cream and razor right there. Why didn't he shave his own mustache? Hypocrite. Mm, yeah, I don't know. Mm. Idiot. Damn it, Philson, get your shit together. <laughs> um. Let's see. Okay, so now uh, Josh is Jason. And yes. uh, he's headed over to Diana's house. Uh, you can tell he's Jason because the way that he's like. Yeah, he's like stomping. a zombie. Yeah. By the way, we're going to talk about this toward the end. But whenever Jason possesses somebody, they become very zombie-like. Very much so. Until yes. it's really convenient for them not to be. Um, so, um, yeah, Josh is stomping over to Diana's house. Um, the dweeby Stevie shows up and he's talking to Diana and um, oh no he has he showed up yet yeah I'm pretty sure well uh, she's yeah, on the phone with yeah. her daughter Jessica and when that's when we find out that he is uh, Stephen is the baby's father mm-hmm. um, and then uh yeah, I don't think he's got there yet. No, he walks in. Phil tries to possess her with his alien tongue. Yeah. Um, before Steve gets mm-hmm. there. Yeah, so fucking whatever his name is. Uh, mm. Sorry, Josh, not Phil. That's right. Josh Josh shows up, startles her, but then he starts like attacking her. And then she sees in the mm-hmm. reflection of her like above the fireplace mirror. She can see that this is Jason. Yeah. So uh, she shoots him in the head, but you know he's Jason, so he's still going, and he grabs her mm-hmm. and then he tries to spit that Satan turd into her mouth. Yep. And this As you is do. and this is when uh, this is when uh, the dweeb shows up. Um, he stabs Josh with like a fire poker or something. I don't know. Stabs him right through the chest. Yeah. And then, um, uh, then he throws him out the window, and the police show up because Jessica called the cops whenever she couldn't get a hold of her mom again. So the police chief shows up, and they see that um, Jessica. Oh, Jessica's dead. Uh, Diana's dead. How did she die? Uh, Josh flung a knife across the room into her back. That's right. That's right. So a knife sharpener. Oh, Ooh. that's right. That's right. So mm-hmm. Diana's dead. Um, Steven's covered in blood. And then um, he looks out the window, and there's a little Halloween homage here. Did you catch it? Uh, maybe. What Jason's, was it? I'm totally blanking on it. Yeah, the Jason's or uh, Josh is gone, but he left like the blood shape of his body in the grass. So when oh yeah no I didn't catch that yeah so when Stephen looks back out the window there's just a shape of a like a bloody shape of a body in the grass and it very much looks like uh, mm. the end of Halloween um, uh, so gotcha. obviously the cops think that uh, Stephen did this because he's there and he's covered in blood so this mm. like police I don't know if he was like police chief whatever it, he's Diana's father right did I m- miss 
No, I think that's her husband. I don't know what he is. I don't know what he is because Creighton kept calling her his girl. So I thought they were boning at the very least. Yeah, I thought that was his girlfriend or wife or something. But that also creeped me out because Diana looks so young. Well, Diana's supposed to be old. I know. Yeah, I know, but she looks so young that it was confusing. Doesn't look it. It's confusing. Is Jess his daughter? Granddaughter? I don't know. That was really confusing. That's why I thought I, he was, I don't know. That's why I thought he was just like a booty call. Maybe. Um So anyway. Um Steven gets thrown in jail. Yeah, Steven gets thrown in jail and uh, oh, and we also see the baby. What is the baby's name? No idea. Um I don't remember. I don't remember either, but it is not a cute baby. Oh yeah, that's a bless her heart, baby. Yeah, that <laughs> baby was. I don't know. So mm, that baby ain't got no alibi. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we also meet the young cop who is um almost too encouraging with Stephen. He's like, "Hey man, don't worry, we're gonna take care of you. I don't think you did. Hey man, don't worry, I'm gonna fix this." Like. He's making a lot of promises that I know he doesn't have the power to keep. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That was uh, Randy, right? Was that his name? Was that his name? I think so. I think. We'll say Randy. He looks like a Randy. Um, <laughs> Total and, Randy. And once he locks him in the cell, we realize that he is sharing a cell with Duke. Like, Duke is in the cell across from him. Mm hmm. Did we see Duke get arrested? Okay. What you getting? No, we didn't see that. Oh, okay. But he got arrested for fucking with uh, the sheriff at the diner, I guess. Oh, I guess that's I, what I happened. guess. I'm just assuming. Because I, I thought they left that no problem, but uh, apparently Duke got arrested. He needs to be there to... Yep. Break Steven's fingers. He needs, yeah. This yeah. is one of the weirdest interactions. Um, I love you. Okay. Um, be careful. I love you, Doug. Love you too. Um, I'll be careful. <laughs> this is one of the weirdest interactions because Creighton's like, okay. I'll um, let you in on how we can eradicate Jason, but it's going to yeah, cost you. Yeah, this is so bizarre. He's <laughs> like, I have all this exposition to share, but um, I can only share it with you if you let me break your fingers. Which which led to nothing. I mean, that, that injury didn't come back no, in I any, mean, any Steven, sort of way. Or- Steven used it to like lure that cop to him but he could have just pretended to have broken fingers and then by the way Steven's using his hands a lot for the rest of this movie like I don't know if you've ever broken a finger but you don't nope. you can't just keep using it like it's not broken after the fact oh well, my god uh, you don't hang know on. how adrenaline works when a monster chases you hang on a second let me fucking pause this because my cat just pissed on the carpet and I saw it happen from over here and I'm, she's gonna fucking die Okay, I'm back. Where were we? I don't even know. Um, oh, Creighton's breaking fingers and dropping bombs. So. Yeah, cat tip. Yeah. <laughs> um. 
Uh, okay, so let's see. I wrote here. I can give you. I can't give you info unless I break your fingers. I have no idea why. Like that's gonna cost you. It made no fucking sense. Um. So here we here here's some of the info we got. Only way to kill Jason is to destroy his heart, and only one person can do that. Mm-hmm. Says who? Um, says says Creighton. Duke is making all this up. Jason had a sister, Diana, who died. So Jessica and her baby are now the only ones that can stop or bring Jason back because only a Voorhees can kill a Voorhees, and only through a Voorhees can he be reborn. You guys know. Mm-hmm. That That's, was established in part one. Yeah, that was. Um, who is making these rules? <laughs> like Adam just, Marcus or whatever the hell yeah. his name was. And to be fair, he is trying to do something different. I understand, but it's just I don't know. I feel like you got to work when you have an established franchise like that. You kind of have to work within the rules that are already there. You can't just be like, "Hey, you had a sister this whole time." Sh- hey, shut the fuck up. Now the dogs are losing their minds. This can be... They're going to have to replace this carpet anyway because it's going to be covered in blood when I'm done. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you can't just be like... Okay, so if Jason had this family this whole time, he's never went looking for them. The dog? Kendall, you alright? Baxter walked over here just to fart and then walked away. (laughs) Kindle, like, oh Kindle god, it smells what? like hot salami. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like a mm. fruit that rolled off a turd. Ugh, Jesus. <laughs> There's just cat pee and dog farts. I don't <laughs> Doug, I miss recording at your well, house. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm in St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> I miss the good old days. Um, oh, I want to smell dog fart. <laughs> Um, okay, so Jason never went looking for his sister before. Um, so this is... I think they're just because it's at a new studio. They're yeah, they're trying to do their own reboot. thing. And then they also... Yeah. And then they also... Uh, Creighton's like, you gotta get over to the Voorhees house. Like, that's just a thing. We never... Yeah. Yeah. Like, Old Lady Voorhees. Yeah, like the Myers house. Like they, there's literally like you got to get over to the Voorhees house, and I'm like, no, 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 that was not that. Y- again, Camp you, Crystal Lake. Yeah, again, you can't just be like, because if Jason, okay, if the Voorhees house had always existed, right, then mm-hmm. would Jason have not sought that out at some point? Like, because he clearly knows to look for his family when he when it's convenient. But he never went to the Voorhees house to like check shit out. Like he can remember all this stuff from his life, but not the ha- the house he grew up in. I just you you can do these things. I, but I don't know. You can do these things, but they can't just be delivered like they were always part of continuity. It's really stupid. Also, I'm not a huge horror Agreed. fan, so I don't know if this is like a thing. But is, is making giving Jason a sister? Is this just is this like a horror 
trope? Is this like a direct copy? It's of a direct copy like Halloween of Halloween. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, they were they were trying to do some Halloween stuff in it, making the family have like this sacred background, and his mom toyed with fucking satanic bullshit to bring him back, and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, and it's really so yeah, they're they're totally ripping off Halloween, the shitty Halloween sequel. They are, and it, and that's even. I think that's what's even more insulting is like, well, you're not really doing anything new with this franchise. You're stealing stuff from other franchises and just putting it in here. Yep. And it's not okay. Anyway, so yeah, that that was the whole breaking fingers and exchanging um, exposition scene. Um, let's see. Yeah, I wrote. So now there's just a Voorhees house that Jason and all these movies never sought out. And is the Voorhees house, nope. I guess, this immaculate cabin? I don't know. No, it's like a big mansion-looking house. Yeah, it was in town. Huge, yeah, it was a huge house. I don't know how close it is to Crystal Lake or I. Let's not, let's not go there. So uh, <laughs> thinking about it. Yeah. So Stephen calls his buddy Randy the cop he's like this guy broke my fingers and then when he gets close enough he grabs his gun and uh, he's like you gotta let me out of here and then he fucking takes off goes to the restaurant looks at his ugly baby (laughs) (laughs) and Ward's all like you gotta take my car and get out of here and so he takes Ward's car and he heads on over to the Voorhees house um, Wait, did we establish that Jessica just dropped that baby off at a diner and was like, hey, y'all watch my baby. I gotta do stuff. Yeah, with yeah, with almost total strangers. Yep. Yeah, Jessica's like, that's, I have that's, I, I guess it was for the funeral. For her mom's funeral. So she's like, here. Oh, well, she leaves that baby there for days it seems like. Yeah, the Oh, that's my cat meowing. No, you live in there. You live in there with your shame. Um, yeah, so she, so the people of this diner are just taking care of this baby, like, while they're, like, cooking and serving food. Um, yep. They made it a box out of a tomato box. Yeah. Or bed, did. rather. Oh, you know what? No. Jessica had a babysitter. And the babysitter oh, yeah, took the baby other, to the um, diner. That's right. I it was her name yeah, Vicky. she worked at the diner. The yeah, waitress? Yeah, yeah, the other waitress. Yeah, so she takes the... I don't... I don't I know. recall her name. Uh, yeah. Vicky. The Vicky. Yeah, boy, these were... Uh, wow. These details were completely lost on. I didn't, I didn't even write them down, because I guess even I knew that they weren't important. Well, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. Um, but what matters is that um, Stephen gets to the Myers house. Not the Voorhees house. See, I just did Voorhees it. House. Yeah. Um, and he's just like looking around at the weird stuff they have, and boy, oh boy, uh, what do we find at the Voorhees house? But the Necronomicon. Yep. The Book of the Dead. Yep. For uh, Evil Dead enthusiasts, this would be the same book used uh, by Ash. The exact same book. Yeah, it had the face on it and everything. Yeah, Sam Raimi gave it to him. (laughs) So, I read an interview with Adam Marcus last year where he was just like, yeah, uh, 
when I wrote when we made this, it was my intention that Jason was a deadite. Yeah. Hang on, I have his exact quote here. I just oh, okay. lost it because my yeah. phone is no, you're good. stupid. Uh, he says, Pamela Voorhees makes a deal with the devil by reading from the Necronomicon to bring back her son. This is why Jason Jason isn't Jason. He's Jason plus the evil dead, and now I can believe that he can go from a little boy that lives in a lake to a full-grown man in a couple of months to a zombie Jason to never being able to kill this guy. That, to me, is way more interesting as a mashup, and Raimi loved it. Okay. End quote. Okay. Again, uh, (laughs) uh, that's cool, but um, this is all stuff that, like, we're just taking, uh, you know, it's just like, okay, I guess that's how it works. Because none of that's even explicitly explained. You're just like, oh, there's the Necronomicon. Well, they couldn't because New Line didn't own Evil Dead. Yeah, so it's really goofy. And then there was no part of... There was no part of Evil Dead where anyone had to destroy someone's heart. And it had to be a member of their family. And... uh, No, but he did use the uh, Kandarian dagger that uh, Ash used in uh, Evil Dead 2. Yeah, he did. That and ske- the skeleton dagger, yeah, it made its way into Jason Goes Dale. Yeah, really makes no sense either, and we'll get to that too. Um, Zero, man. Because again, it's not explained. It's just like you got to use this. <laughs> it's like okay. Yeah. Um. So while Steven's hanging out there, uh, douchey boyfriend shows up, and Robert, uh, is what Robert? Is that Robert. His name? Yeah. And I wrote, douchey yeah. boyfriend is a douche. Who knew? So he uh, was he, he was the host of that dumb show, right? Yeah, he was the host was of thinking. the of the Nightline show, and he explains yeah. that um, he stole Diana's body from the morgue, and then yeah. hid it in the Voorhees house, and then he's gonna have the camera crew come through to like tour the Voorhees house. And they'll find the body there, and it'll just be so good for ratings. Bop, bop, bop. Jason's still alive. Yeah. Um, I just don't know how he got the body out of the morgue. Like, you can't just... can't just go in there and get those. I don't know. I, they miss... And I'll, I, we'll I circle know. back to this later, but they missed such a really awesome opportunity with Diana's body being in the basement or being... Anyway, we'll get back to that later. Anyway. Okay. Um, So, yeah, so Steve falls through, like, a hole in the floor or something. Um, Yeah. He finds Diana's body. Uh, Jason Josh shows up and uh, spits his little Satan turd into... um, Robert? Robert's mouth. Yeah. Again, the Evil Dead wasn't passed on through Satan turds either. So, um, so, uh, and then, uh, and back in the jail cell, the reason that um, Jason is looking for uh, his family is because. Um, he needs a Voorhees body because all the other bodies that he's inhabiting aren't strong enough 
to contain mm-hmm. his, his evil for some reason. But a Voorhees body is. So if that's the case, why why did he kill Diana? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't... Okay. No, I don't, I don't. <laughs> well, they don't have to be alive, as we learn later. Oh, uh, yeah. So, again... Right. A lot of yep. stuff. A lot of stuff in this movie is just like this, this, this. Unless it's convenient for it not to be, and then this. Um, yeah, unless it moves the plot, then yeah. Go. So, uh, so once Josh spits the turd into Robert, um, his body begins to melt, which is one of my favorite effects in the movie. Like, so cool. oh god, that was awesome. That was like uh, Hellraiser shit. Yeah, in the first movie. Yes. It just yeah. it just melted like a candle. It was insane. Super fucking gnarly, like the toxic waste scene in RoboCop. Yes. And then that guy's jaw just falls off. Yes. Man, that was great. Oh, uh, when he falls into the wall. Kudos. When he falls into the wall and then he pulls away and he's just like sticking and stretching to the... Ugh. Yeah. It was awesome. Good stuff. Um, Let's see. In the meantime, Jessica's home from the funeral and she takes a sad shoulder shower. Uh, lots of yeah. The return of the sad shoulder shower. Yeah, just lots that's of a, shoulder washing. <laughs> the return. Sad shoulder shower. Um, and then the power goes out. Um, and because yeah, uh, Robert Jason turned it off. Yep. And um, she gets uh, she, what happens? I don't even know. She gets in the car at one point. Uh, Robert. She's in the shower. Attack, she gets yes. out of the shower. Steve yeah. Makes yeah. himself known. And then she gets in the car, yeah. and um, Robert's trying to get at her. I guess I don't remember really. Yeah. Um, but the uh, Dweeby Stevie shows up, saves her, runs over Jason Robert. Um. And then backs up and runs over him again. Yeah. And then, so he's trying to tell Jessica, like, you know, he, that's not Robert. Um, like, I ran him over, but he's not dead. Ba ba ba. That's Jason. We gotta go get the baby. We gotta go get that ugly baby and get out of here. And uh, she kicks him out of the car. Then he proceeds yeah. to take a nap on the ground. Okay. <laughs> she kicks him out of the car. <laughs> she takes the car to the police. Um... She tells the police... Pantsless, by the way. Pantsless, yeah, and pantyless. Yeah, she's just a lot of shirt. White girl butt. Um, tons of it. Um, <laughs> Baxter, Baxter drinking, drinking water. water it's so loud. Um, so many distractions at my house. It's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> so she kicks him out, drives to the police, tells the police what happened, the police send a car out there to get him, and he's just been laying in the dirt this entire time. Well, that cop car may have been, like, just down the road. Even if it was just down the road. Even if it took five minutes for her but, to get to the police. But I do like to imagine that it took, like, two hours, and he just went this way in the middle of the road. I mean, you just ran Jason over. And he's coming after you, and you're like, I guess I'll just hang out here face down in the dirt. Yep. Oh, my God. And then it's his buddy. It's his buddy that he tricked, and then they have a boy fight where they just punch each other for a while. (laughs) A boy fight. (laughs) Yeah. And then they pull guns on each other. 
which was silly. Um, meanwhile, Jason Roberts shows up at the police station. Um, uh, bah, 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 bah. Attacks, uh, attacks Jess there. Yeah, he attacks Jess there. Um, and Stephen has Stephen by that point made it th- to the yeah, station. Yeah, he got the he got the better of Randy yeah. and took his squad car, went to the police station. By the way, um, he fires five, six, seven shots into Jason. Okay, um, this is the worst police station ever because. He fires so many shots before the police just all come out of the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, "Hey, what's going on here?" Yeah, what's going? Like, I, were they blowing each other in there? Like, I have no they idea. They were taking a group dump. <laughs> they're just like, "Hey, wait!" They didn't come out at the first gunshot indoors. They came out after the that scene had happened, and they're just like, "Hey, wait a minute! Some who's fire? Let me zip up my fly. Somebody's firing a gun in here." This he fires this gun that sounds like a cannon. Yes. After he jumps through his cuffed hands behind his back. Yes. That was pretty awesome. Oh yeah, that was uh, man, he was like Nightcrawler or some shit <laughs> going on. Um, let's see. So then we uh, cut back to the diner, right? Yes. Yeah, they're starting they... to arm themselves. Yeah. Yeah, and this is where they perfectly shoot the fuse box. Yes. Something happens. I don't remember how that happened, but the bullet perfectly just... And you were following the POV of the bullet, which was really bizarre. Yeah, which was dumb. Yeah, you hadn't done that the entire movie. But they're like, hey, that bullet POV shot's going to look great right here. Well, we're skipping over Ward. Um, they send Ward out to to go look for the police or something. Because the well, phone line is dead. I thought he went out because the fuse box. I don't know. No, he went out because I it was the phone was dead. Then Ward, and then the yeah, because Stephen there was a struggle because Robert came in and he was uh, yeah. fighting with uh, the little dude, and he accidentally shot the electric box. Yeah, Stephen and um, Jessica show up, and then the diner lady's like, "I'm not giving you your baby," and then. Uh, then, uh, yeah, and then they send, they tell, yeah, they tell Ward to go over to the police station to check it out, and so they give him a gun, and that's yeah. when he's like, you know, fastest hand in the West. Um, then Robert shows up, and you're right, he does struggle with the the tiny yeah, man. Ward's outside uh, trying to get into the car, and then Robert just like fucking zombies up. And uh, he's all like, what are you doing? And then he grabs his hand and just breaks it. And yep. that bone shoots out of his. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. And to announce his arrival, he throws Ward through a window. Yeah. But, I mean, this is Jason. So. Yep. He is going to. He hates people. windows. He hates them. Um, then, um, yeah. So they shoot the fuse box. And then he grabs uh, Shelby and shoves his face into the deep fryer. Yeah. At which point, um, the lady comes up behind him, and he, like, Batman backhands her. Backhands her in the mouth and caves in her mouth? Yeah, her whole mouth caves in. Yeah. I that must was have awful. been... I don't know. I guess I was noting this. I missed the fryer and the backhand. Yeah. Was it all, like, really quick? Yes. Wow. Yeah, um, it was very quick. 
So then they go back to where the baby's supposed to be, and she's gone, but there's a note um, that's like, I got your baby, meet me at the Voorhees house, and uh, uh, so Jessica doesn't tell Steven about it, and then uh, she ditches him, steals a car, drives out to the old Voorhees house, you know, the one we're all accustomed to, and yep. uh, Duke's just hanging out with the baby there. And then he explains to her the rules and mythology that he made up. And uh, <laughs> that's where he gives her the uh, the dagger. Um, as soon as he passes it to her, it gets that magic Yeah, it power starts, starts to glow because she's a Voorhees. Um, yeah, it's all like fucking He-Man. She touches that sword and it's like... Yes. So then... So then the police chief shows up and well, he's like, Jason could be anybody. And then the police chief shows up and she's like, I thought you got killed. Mm -hmm. And he's acting kind of weird. And he's like, I didn't. He's like, now give me that knife or whatever it is. And then the young he's cop. He's acting weird because he's got a concussion. Yeah. And then Randy shows up totally normal. And he mm -hmm. pulls his gun. And he's like, step away from her, chief. And so then she murders the chief, thinking it's Jason, but it wasn't. Yep. Randy was Jason. Now, here's the thing. Every other incarnation of Jason had been just a fucking zombie. Yep. But now, all of a sudden, he can just act like a normal human being. And he can talk. And he can talk, yeah, to fool people. So, mm -hmm. and that was like... Before These are the first and last words Jason ever utters in this entire series. Yeah, and that was the, and that was the thing about Creighton. His whole explanation was he could be anybody, so you can't trust anyone. I'm like, well, that's not true because they they're usually like slimy looking zombies that have black stuff coming out of them, but not Randy. Randy looked totally normal and he could talk, so it was just convenient for that moment to trick us. Yep. Stupid. Um, so, and by the way, Jessica murdered the police chief because he was not Jason. <laughs> so Whoops. she just, she just yep. murdered a man. It may have been her dad or granddad. We're still not really sure. Yeah. We don't know. Um, so. But he for sure saw her cooter. So that's real weird. He did. That's very strange. Show enough. Um, let's see. <laughs> Randy now, gets his cooter looker. neck slashed. Neck slashed. Who did that? Um, was that Creighton or Steven? There was a machete that yes. we saw a flash of on a that wall. That was uh, Steven. Okay. So, yeah, in the gash in his neck, that maggot alien thing crawls yeah, out? Yeah, that turd grew legs mm -hmm. and it <laughs> crawled out of his neck. And so they were, like, kind of chasing it all over the house. And then it... Yeah, it was a Satan scorpion. Yeah, and then it falls into the basement... And that's when uh, Steven's like, hey, uh, you know these rules you made up about Jason? Well, does the Voorhees body have to be alive? Because Diana's down there. And then the worm thing crawls into um, Diana's dead vagina. Mm -hmm. And then uh, fully formed Jason just comes bursting through the floor. This is the missed opportunity I was talking about. Okay. Maybe it... 
would have been a little too much. I don't know. They were getting pretty gruesome with this one, but I thought it would have been so cool if Jason would have still manifested as Diana mm-hmm. and Jessica would have been forced to kill her mother, yeah. quote unquote mother. That would have been so awesome. That would have been a little too poetic. Yeah, for this movie, yeah. I don't know yeah. why I don't know why Jason just comes back as the version of himself from the beginning of this movie. Like it just uh, old bubble gum head looking ass. Yeah, so they missed an opportunity to show him bursting out of her vagina as a full grown man. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would have been awesome too. <clears throat> but the rules that we just made up for all of this allow for this to happen. So Mm-hmm. I, okay. Um, All the while, just painfully, slowly reaching for this dagger underneath this, uh, the dresser, where whatever desk. Yeah, it fell. I under. think it was underneath a fucking chair that she just could have pushed out of the way. Oh my god! It was, it was under a piece of furniture that could have been moved. Uh, in the meanwhile, it took a solid thirty minutes to get that dagger out of that chair. Yeah. In the meantime, Duke gets a bear hug that snaps his back. And, that's uh, what they do, man. Yeah, I watch wrestling. So they go smashing through the giant bay window into the front yard. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, fucking Steven is like fighting Jason, and it looks like Jason's about to get him, but then Jessica comes up from behind, slow motion style, stabs Jason in the chest with the magic dagger. It starts to glow. Um, and he Roman candles everywhere. Yeah. Um, by the way, yeah. if you know what the Evil Dead is, then you know what this dagger is. If you don't, then you are never explained what it is or why it kills him. Yep. Or where it came from. Yep. N- none of that's in the movie. They're just like you here. Use this. Why? What is it? No explanation. Duke's got all the answers because he's making them up, but like he doesn't explain. He's just, this will kill him. Trust me. Look He's tired of breaking fingers to yeah. give people answers. <laughs> yeah. I don't have time it's to not break about all your the money fingers. anymore. <laughs> Jesus. So, um, so then she kicks it all the way into his heart, I'm guessing. Yeah, like fucking Van Damme and The Expendables 2. Yeah. Deep I never cut. saw that. <laughs> um, <laughs> then these weird hands come up from out of the ground. Those were so. Holy fuck cool looking they were very jim henson looking very it looked like the rock biter from never ending never ending story, story. i've i got a real yeah. never ending story vibe from this also i like, got a labyrinth vibe yeah i'll allow it um yeah so there's just all these hands now here's <coughs> some here's some great here's a great moment uh one of the hands grabs steven and begins to drag him also and Jessica waits a long time to save him. She's in shock because of the fucking weird Muppet hands that just She's came She's just from sitting hell. there watching Jason, like, drag him with him. And she just waits until the very last moment to get up and do anything about it. But she saves him. And Jason gets drugged down to hell, we assume. Hey, while this is going on... You know, while they're trying to bring Jason down, did any of you pick up on the noises and stuff in the score while this was going on? Mm, I didn't make a no. All right, hear me out. 
Okay. There's these, you know, those little dollar store tube things that you turn upside down and they go. Yep. I swear to God, there was a choir of those things going on while Jason was being drugged into hell. Did y'all pick that up? I didn't notice it, but that's all I could hear. I was like, "What the fuck?" Someone went to a fucking Dollar Tree and got twenty of these things, and it was all just like, "Wow!" I'm gonna watch the last five minutes of this movie just so I can hear that. So Jason gets drugged into hell. Stuck out. His yeah. mask is hanging out in the dirt. Steven and yeah. Jessica, and I guess their baby. I never saw what happened. Did they go get the baby? Ugly baby. I guess they got the ugly baby. I didn't see it. But they're all walking off together into the sunrise with this happy music playing. Happy ass music. Come on, yeah. And then the senseless dog reappears. Yeah, the dog reappears <laughs> just to lift the Jason mask out of the dirt a little bit. And then he takes off yep. again. And then what bursts out of the ground but the Freddy Krueger claw. Yep. And then it drags Jason's mask into the dirt. Freddy Krueger's hand and claw was also Kane Hodder. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you know, the the first kill of the movie, I think, first kill, the uh, morgue attendant... Mm-hmm. Maybe it was more remnant of Freddy Krueger than Wolverine, like I originally thought. Same, same thing. Uh, you can go either way. And that's the movie because they were really setting up for uh, Freddy versus Jason after this. In yeah, Hill, that they were trying to get together since '87. Yep. Um, sure. That. Well, I so I watched the camp, the Crystal Lake Memories. Um, documentary mm-hmm. and um, it was Adam Marcus's idea that Jason was like you know like a soldier of hell and so was Freddy Krueger so now they have to like battle to see which one of them is going to be able to go back to earth I have no idea it was really dumb sounding um, but um that did not happen as smoothly as they thought it would. Uh, yeah. They were waiting for years and years for that to happen, so in the meantime, they just decided to make another Jason movie, um, which would be next week's episode, uh, Jason X. But, yeah, that is... that. Jason in space! Yeah, which they should... That's just what they should have called the movie, because... Um, mm-hmm. Spacing! <laughs> oh, so the... N- the next one is not Freddy versus Jason? No. No. That would not come for many more years. Oh, yeah, for like 10 years. It was like 10 mid-2000s, years. It came out in 2003. Wow. Something like that. Yeah. You're right. It took a while because they couldn't get it worked out. Wow. And so after waiting like five years, I think it's 99 when Jason X comes out. But they felt yes. real dumb. I don't know what they felt. Um, So. Yeah, so this that that's Jason goes to hell. Um, not, not 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 one of my favorites for sure. No, uh, better than eight. Yes, but so fucking convoluted. Yeah, it's just it's it's. This is like a fun watch with friends, so you can just make fun of it. Yeah. It it is easy to watch. It wasn't <laughs> like 
it wasn't painful like Takes Manhattan was. Um, yeah. But it is, um, and it does do something different with the character. But that thing they did different with it was making Michael Myers. So um, Michael yeah. Myers, who also uh, was a deadite. So. Is a deadite, yeah. Yeah. Um, I appreciate little things like that, but I think it would, instead of trying to make Jason a deadite, if, if Creighton Duke had just had the Necronomicon and somebody's like, what's that? And he's like, don't worry about it. Like, that would have made... Well, I think all that shit was also planting seeds for, um, there was a screenplay that was Ash versus Jason versus Freddy. Yeah. That was supposed to come out, but no one ever made it because it would be way too expensive. Yeah. And, but they made it into a comic book. Yeah. So you guys can seek that out if you'd like to read it. Um, the big news regarding this movie that came out yesterday, which was really strange, just in timing because we watched it this week uh, was that the Mm -hmm. director Adam Marcus uh, said that he is currently trying to make a Creighton Duke movie wow yeah who the fuck cares I I don't know I saw a lot of people that were like I love this movie and so okay on on the comment section of the bloody disgusting article that I read so I obviously I put a link to the show, <laughs> and I was like, "Holy shit! We just <laughs> talked about this. We're gonna be talking about this tomorrow. Check out our other episodes." Um, and we got one new download since I did that. So somebody was like, All right. "Oh, it paid off, didn't it?" Hey, uh, <laughs> if we can, we're building our audience one at a time. Um, yeah. So, um, which is really weird because the rights issues that just shut down the movie and video game uh, universe for a long time. Um, Mm -hmm. It's going to be some real tricky business making a Creighton Duke movie. Um, Probably not since he he created that character. He probably owns it. That's why he's doing it. That's probably true, but he also... It's also a character in... A Jason movie and they can't like they can't make any more movies they can't make any more additions to the video games they can't they can't even create so, so does I was that weird right issue um sorry to cut you off no does you're it, fine does it cover everything Jason even uh goes to hell and X since it was another company that put those out yeah I think it I think anything associated with the anything associated with Friday the 13th um Mm. so what I read was that because people were like well can you guys they did like a an interview with like the lead developer of the video game and they were like well can you create new characters that were never in the movies or like new places and they said no they cannot work on the game whatsoever so yeah. there's going to be no more new updates to the game um so yeah, I don't know. I think I think it'll be some tricky. I mean, he could argue that he did create that character, but the character only ever existed in a Jason movie. So I don't know how they get around it, and I don't know that anyone wants it. Like, what's he going? Yeah, they probably just gave him the rights to the character because no one gave a fuck. Yeah, they're just like Creighton Duke. It's great. Everybody wants that Creighton Duke Who? movie. And it's I just, just hope Idris Elba plays. Oh man, Idris Elba <laughs> as yeah. Creighton Duke. 
and he just hunts monsters. Like that's what he has to do. He can't just be a bounty hunter again. Like he's got to hunt. Yeah, monsters. he definitely needs to be a monster hunter. Yeah, maybe he could. They can hunt fucking Hellraiser since that series is fucking land dormant. I mean, a Hellraiser movie came out last year. Oh. Okay. I heard it was not good. <laughs> the only two worth watching are the first two. All the other ones are terrible. Let me tell you something. I watched the first one this past year. Hated it. Hated it. Really? I did not like it. I, I like the first one. I. It is so convoluted. It's just all over the place. I don't know. I really didn't like it. Because Elise and I were going to watch... Fair enough. We were going to watch at least the first two. Because I was like, the first two is supposed to be good. But we both, like, viscerally hated the first one so much that we never bothered with the second one. Alright. Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, But we can talk about it on our Hellraiser cast. Uh... Okay. Raising hell. Oh my god. I mean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. Yeah. So, uh, for you, fam- favorite. I know their favorite. Arguably mm-hmm. one of the worst movies ever made, Jason or otherwise. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So look out for that Creighton Duke movie. Um. Duke and the. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, about to drop some Duke on you. <laughs> he he could have so many great catch lines, like catchphrases, <laughs> if they just let me write it. Um, I haven't heard anything you guys have said because I've just been imagining a sexy Creighton Duke <laughs> as portrayed by Idris <laughs> Um Well, the Dark oh, Tower didn't Duke. work out for him, so he's got he's got time to shoot this Creighton Duke. Um, shoot that Duke. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so let me tell you something. If they make it, I'll watch it. Um, because this I guy won't. this guy hasn't made really anything else. Um, he's made some like TV movies, I think, and then like a short film and like I don't that was it really. He wrote um the Texas Chainsaw 3D. Oh god. Yeah. Which was terrible. <laughs> Haven't seen it, but is uh, that the one don't with? I want to. Is that the one with the girl from True Detective in it? Yep. Oh god, that movie was awful. That movie was terrible. Um, yeah. That let me tell you something. Um, Texas Chainsaw movies are bad, except for the first two. Yeah. First two. Um, mm-hmm. I've not seen three. Or oh. Uh, or the one, the one that Scream Factory's putting out, the n- the new generation or whatever it's called. Um, yeah. Okay, so Scream Factory is putting out Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I think it's called the New Generation, um, which would have been the fourth yeah. one. Yeah, it's supposed to have been a reboot of the series. Yeah, and um, what's his name? Matthew McConaughey's in it, and so is Renee Zellweger. I think I have seen that one. Yeah. This movie is. <laughs> That's, uh... I think that's her first role and one of his first. Yeah, this movie is so historically bad that like their PR people tried to kill it before it even came out because it's so bad. Um, mm-hmm. So anyway, um, Scream Factory is putting it out on Blu-ray, which they do that. They put out movies that like ten people love, you know, 
Um, yeah. And they treat them really well. So there's this brand new artwork for it. Um, and they, it's always like it's always like hand drawn, but it's very realistic looking. And their faces are on the cover. Well, apparently, even after all this time, their people got in touch with Scream Factory and they had to remove their faces from that artwork. So now the artwork doesn't feature them at all. Because of, like, Matthew McConaughey and Renee Zellweger were pissed yeah. about it? Like, I, yeah, yeah they I guess don't be associated? they hate that movie. They don't want to be associated with it anymore. So that makes me kind of want to watch it. It's like Kevin Bacon. Like, he didn't want anything to do with uh, Friday the 13th for the longest time. And then when the reboot came out, he was hitting the talk show circuits and was all like, yeah, I was in the first one. You remember? Or the second, whatever, first one. It was the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it makes me kind of want to watch it because I'm like, God, how bad is it that they're like, we don't want to be associated with this at all? I'm sure it sucks. Yeah, I, I think sure. I've seen bits and pieces of it, but I don't remember. Yeah, I, I avoid everything Texas Chainsaw unless it's the first two. Smart Oddly, move. my dad is like a pretty big horror fan from all that I can remember. So I know I've I've seen at least a large chunk of that movie just in passing with him watching it. Interesting. Cool. Did it strike you as the worst movie ever made? No, but I don't know. My barometer for mm-hmm. horror is is skewed because mm. it's everything scares me so much. That's true. Um, so <laughs> I don't really, I don't. It's hard to equate good or bad with horror, especially way back then when I saw. But the, the scariest thing Kendall seen before these movies that we're watching now is done checked in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the uh, the the be prepared scar scene from the Lion King. <laughs> oh yeah. I forgot you told us that. Um, well, that's Jason Goes to Hell, everybody. Uh, better than Part 8, but not... Mm-hmm. That's... It's... So far, my list... Not by much. So far, my list is 8, and then Goes to Hell, and then and then we'll, I'll be working up from there. I really yeah. didn't... I didn't hate this one. I didn't hate it, but it's not good. No, it's not good. I didn't hate it either. I, I I'll totally rewatch it sometime when I'm yeah. super bored. Yeah. <clears throat> Same. I definitely want to watch the last few minutes to hear that slider toy. Um. Next week, uh, get your space boots on because we are going to outer space. Where was Trump's space force when they needed them there? Yeah. Yeah, brother. Could have stopped that. Could have stopped that. Jason in space. Now, why didn't they call it Jason Goes to Space? Because Jason takes Manhattan. Not really. Jason goes to hell. Um, kind of, but you're not gonna see it. Jason goes to space. That is the whole movie. He is on Earth for all of thirty seconds. Yeah, I don't know. They really fucked up there. Jason X is another one that is fun to watch, but it's not a good movie. Um, but it is. It is a lot of it's fun. It's super fun. Yeah, because it's, it's so stupid. Um, yeah. And does not take itself... <laughs> it does not take itself seriously at all. No, like, not This at movie all. is still taking itself seriously. Um, yeah. With all this weird Jason mythology. Nick, everyone's there to have fun and just fucking blow some money and make a dumb move. Yeah. And it's, it, it's fun. There's some cool kills in it. And uh, you guys have a kill of the week this week? I'm thinking... Uh, girl that gets split in half 
Definitely that one. I would say Melting Dude, but that technically wasn't a Jason kill. Technically, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I really like uh, Deputy Josh. Was that the Melty guy? Yeah. Um, I mm-hmm. liked that. Um, I'm still going back to the first of the, of oh, the, the movie, the, the Great Face. Great Face. <laughs> hey, Great Face. No, that was cool, too. Yeah. Really a lot of great that. effects in this movie. I mean, this movie has <laughs> strengths. It's just dumb. Um, but it's not poorly made. Uh, no. That, that was the problem with Takes Manhattan was it was a shitty movie that was made shittily. Um, shittily. Yep, that's, mm-hmm. that, that's my word. Um, but don't worry about that next week because you got a dumb movie that's a lot of fun to watch. Um, Jason X. And then we got Freddy vs. Jason and then the reboot. And then we are done. Mm-hmm. We have three gotta, movies left. Which gotta means, figure out what we're gonna do afterwards. Which means you guys are running out of time to enter this contest. Yeah, I'm about to wind this shit down. No one's gonna write in. Yeah, I figure I figure Jason X might be the last time. Sounds good. Freddy versus Jason and uh the reboot will just just be business as usual. You want to announce the winners on uh, Freddy vs. Jason then? Uh, yeah, we can. Okay, cool. Yeah. And y'all will be here in St. Louis with me, so. Oh, yeah. Um, It'll be. Uh, let me make sure, because next week is the 30th. So that weekend we're doing Jason X. And then the next week, I think we're actually going to be there for the reboot. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, damn. But the reboot's a lot of fun. Bigger and was off. Yeah. Um, oh wait, so we're yeah. gonna be oh, well. recording the last one the on last a Friday one. the thirteenth. Yeah. All three in person. Yep. Yeah. That's some cosmic shit. It was meant to be. Yeah, it was. This whole this whole podcast was. This was great. Yeah. So, on July thirteenth, Friday the thirteenth. Um. We will be watching Friday the 13th and recording our uh, last episode of TCR Goes to Camp. Yep. It'll be a doozy. We'll rank all the movies and uh, we'll... Do you want to do that then or do you want to do a ranking episode? Nah, let's just do a big special last episode. Okay. We'll do that. We'll do our favorite kills of the series, favorite uh, everything, yeah. We'll just do. We'll do Speaking it. Speaking of kills, enter the contest. Carpenterrantspod <laughs> at gmail dot com. Write us your favorite kill of the series. Uh, go into uh, some extreme detail, and uh, you know why you love it. How old were you? How it affected you? All that good stuff, and you could win a used copy of Friday Two or Four. And uh, I don't think I'm ever going to buy anything else to throw in with it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I kept saying I was, and I never did. So fuck it. And we, we got, have buttons. We got buttons and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah. It'll be there. I, I might, might drop like a fucking little Debbie oatmeal pie in there or something. You Ooh, I'm know. entering. <laughs> Can I win? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's wrap this shit up. This fire's dying down. Um, this has been TCR goes to camp. We've been your camp counselors. I'm Caleb. I'm Doug. I'm Kendall. Keep on camping. My black son. <laughs> <laughs>